Today on The Breakdown, it's the man who throws the bird farther than bird throwers everywhere. <laughs> That's right. It's Eric Person. You may remember him from giving the finger to Phil Hellmuth multiple times in their heads-up match from the uh, heads-up championship. And uh, he's back, and he's playing a monstrous cash game pot against Matt Hanks Honing. Um, everyone just calls him Hanks. Well, I don't know why. He's a big, big fan of Joe versus the Volcano, I guess. Anyway, Matt Hanks Honing is going to try and make a play against the whale, against the guy who's just rich and doesn't care. And uh, I don't know if it's going to work, man. I'll say this. It feels like it's often going to work, but will it work? Is, can, we, can we ever get Eric Person to lay down a pretty good hand? Even if we throw, say, I don't know, $400,000 at it? Let's find out right now on The Breakdown together. We'll hold hands. We'll sing. We'll do it right now with Grant Dennison and Jonathan Levy. We have to hold hands? Yes, all of us. I want, I want the listeners right now, look to your left, look to your right. Okay, first of all, the three of you, only one of you is going to make it. Yeah. Okay. And I, by make it, I mean live. <laughs> like right. you're all, one, the other two of you will be killed, and I don't mean that as a joke. <laughs> of course not. Listener death is a big theme here. Yeah, we yeah, never, big. We're never joking about it. <laughs> um, so there's that. <laughs> um, what were we saying? Oh, holding hands. But hold hands now. Yeah, with, with the, before you die. Yeah, either you're gonna, there's a one in three chance you don't die, and you'll be glad you held hands. And if you do die, who cares anyway, you know? And as far as the holding hands thing, this is a very strict rule. So I right. know a lot of you are listening while you drive, and you, you might be do it. driving alone. So what you're going to have to do is next time you're at a stoplight or a stop sign or any, anywhere that's a stop, you roll your window down, and you knock on the window of the car next to you, and you hold hands with whoever's in there. Yeah, and that's So take a minute. Fig- figure out a plan for, like, if you see a few cars, you, you see one that maybe is a similar height to your car, you might want to try to pull up next to that one. It's going to be easier. But, but now is the time to be ready to hold hands. Yeah. For us to go on this journey together. Yeah, that's an important And then you have to remain holding the hand for the, the whole podcast. Yeah, yeah. No matter where you would want to go or where the cars are, you know, in theory are going, you have to hold hands with others. Yeah, and you also have to make sure that the person you're holding hands with in the car from the other car, that they buy our book. You got to make sure that they yes, buy our book. That's obvious. Yeah. I mean, I can't believe you felt the need to say that. Yeah. But you did. Yeah, we haven't talked about the book forever, huh? No, we haven't. I mean, it's, I guess it's been out for three it, years. I think I know why, though. I think it's mostly because of the insane survivor pool free roll that's happening on Nitrogen, where they're giving away like $1,200 nice, nice just segue. because. What are you talking about? It's not a segue at all. I'm just thinking about reasons why we haven't promoted the book. And like, that's all I can ever think about now. It's just on my brain constantly. You know, anyone who is, you know, signed up through our link. And if they haven't, they could do it now, even on our, uh, our pin tweet. And uh, just send us your Nitro ID, and bam, you're in. You're yeah. in, baby. But you only have one more day to do it. So this my is coming God. out on uh, the 29th of August. Well, you so. better get to it. It's free money. There's no money you have to put down. They're just giving it away. This is one of the perks. Yep. Take advantage of the perks. You okay. should take advantage of the perks. I really worked that in. Yeah, you did. Like a, like a boss, like a pro. All right, now that you're all holding hands... Oh, yeah. We can talk about other things, such as throwing the bird. I haven't heard it, the term throwing the bird. Yeah, for, for I threw the bird at him. <laughs> threw the bird. I actually didn't know what you meant when you started with that. I was oh, like, yeah? throwing the bird. Like, I was imagining just taking like a dove and chucking it. You know, <laughs> like, Well, that's when I said bird throwers. That's what I meant. Yeah. But when I said throwing the bird, I meant giving someone the finger. Yeah, like I I threw him the bird. I don't know if anybody. I don't know. I threw him the bird. Maybe I gave him the bird. But yeah, I think you can throw. Gave him the, him the bird. Flipped him the bird. Flipped him the bird. That's basically flipping is throwing. You flip, flip that to me. That's someone throwing something to you, isn't it? Flipping isn't always throwing though, because what else you, is it? If you're Simone Biles, it's not throwing. Great point, Grant. Yeah. Great point. You know, a bird is not always a thing with wings and feathers, Grant. What is it then? It's also the finger, the middle finger of doom. You're getting the middle finger of doom soon if you keep talking like this. <laughs> What's different? What's different with the middle, your middle finger of doom versus just your normal? I'm going to say it. Well, you're the middle, middle finger. finger of doom. I know, but I'm asking you since you apparently have it all figured the doom, out. The doom one makes it so you lose five percent of your net worth within the next fifty years. I'm oh, <laughs> in the next fifty years. Yeah. 
That doesn't sound so bad. I mean, shouldn't that happen anyway? You just don't know when it's going to happen. That's the thing. It's just going to happen? Yeah. I'm just going to lose 5%? And then what? One day... You do, I get, do I get an opportunity to get it back in the next 50 years too? Or Yeah, sure. <laughs> so basically, it's just like being a person who's in crypto. Yeah. Oh. So I've had, I basically had the middle finger of doom thrown at me many, many times. Yeah, I mean, it's really not just crypto. Pretty much any investment. 5% isn't that much. 5% for most investments in a day? Oh, no, you just said overall. Yeah. Oh, I, I was thinking say, in a day. I didn't say in a day. Yeah, in my mind, it's in a day because otherwise, it's, That's child's play. Exactly. You lost 100K in a month. I don't care. Do it in a day. Yeah, exactly. Make, make me breathe. Make me feel something. Because <laughs> <Okay? laughs> otherwise, you, can't, you put a mirror up to my, my mouth, it's not going to fog up with these, with these unimpressive... Stories of loss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't don't bother Jonathan with your minor losses or long long standing losses that take a long time to happen. Right. Nobody cares about that. Yeah. Just hold dollars if you want that. Oh, I came at him with an inflation thing. Wow, I did it. Sick, nasty. So good. Wow, you really got them. I know, got them all. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Um, speaking of inflation, yeah, this pot's gonna get huge. It really is. It's gonna get. Like, it's, it's one of those spots you're like, why is anyone doing this? Yeah. <laughs> a little bit, right? I think literally all three players who VPIP in this hand, I was like, why is anyone doing this? Great. Yeah. Well, I'm maybe excited. The, the guy who's the pro, maybe we can find reasons why he's doing it. Yeah, which maybe. Is, which is Hanks. Um, it's going to be an interesting conversation. Hanks just, he's got the vibe, just the look of a guy who's just like, he is that kind of like down and dirty cash game pro who's just going to make everybody at the table happy, but also like... He's going to exploit the whales as much as he possibly can. He's just got that vibe to me. I mean, all the cash game pros should be doing that. Yeah, I know, but he's really got the vibe. I don't know how to explain it. I mean, did you say that last time too, or is that just based on this hand because he's trying to nope, exploit No, I didn't say it last time. I might have started thinking it. Did you start thinking it? Yeah. Because you said you might have. And now you're saying, yeah, as if Why? you did. Why wouldn't you say I started thinking it? See, I don't think you did start thinking it. I think you were sort of reflexively, reflectively now looking back and saying, well, in you know a perfect world, I would have started thinking it why then because I'm seeing this, and now I'm going to say that I did start thinking. Why it. are you being this? To way? be consistent. Why? Why would you do this? I need to tear you down. <laughs> I don't understand why. <laughs> it's not one of those days. It was a recent podcast where I was like, Jonathan's going to come at me hot today. I'm telling you, he's having a bad day. You, I know it's you not, came in and you came in saying I had, was having a bad day. It's right not away true today. Day. No. So, but I don't know why. I wasn't having a bad day then either. Yeah, I still stand by. I know you do. I know you've stuck stuck by that all day, even though I really felt fine. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I'm not having a bad day for sure today. And I'm still coming in hot, baby. Darts thrown at me left and right. (laughs) Barbecue time, you know? Barbecue chicken. Your barbecue chicken. That's what Shaq says. Does he? Sometimes. Okay. Shaq smart. (laughs) Shaq smart. Yeah. Like Dan Shaq. Hey, speaking of Dan Shack, guess who got arrested? Oh, yeah. Dan, Dan Shack. <laughs> guess what he got arrested for? Like stealing financial stuff, basically. Spoofing gold prices. Yeah, I think was it was manipulating gold prices. Right? Yeah. Um, which I guess is maybe it's business as usual for your highfalutin financial guys, but what the hell? Is this how he got all his money? He's just another thief? Is that what it is, Dan Shack? Maybe not. I don't know. I actually don't know. We don't know if he actually did it, so maybe you should. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but probably he did, right? It seems <laughs> but, likely. But, but I don't know. You're right. I, I certainly have no <laughs> idea. And they are wrong sometimes. I mean, not very often. Is this a jailable offense? Do you know? I would assume it's like, you know, rich person jail offense. Like, there's tennis, and yeah. nothing is a threat to you at any time, and you get pretty good food. It's still and it's not nice. as good as normal life. You can't, like, no. drink with your friends. It's certainly not as good as normal life, but if you have to go to jail, holy shit, this is the jail you would want. You know, it's like the best kind of jail. And probably you also only go for a little while. You probably pay a big fine which he can afford anyway, so who cares? And, you know, you go for, like, two to three years or five years or something, and it's comfortable, and you probably even get, like, furloughs and stuff. Is it really still that way? I know that was pre, pre-2008. pre It was definitely that way for financial crimes, but then, like, Madoff went to maximum security prison. That's true. That's really different what Madoff did, though, than what yeah. Shaq did, right? That was directly stealing from people, yeah. whereas Shaq is manipulating markets for personal gain, which can indirectly hurt other people, but is not direct stealing. Yeah, I... I I don't know. I don't really know what... I don't know anything about this stuff. Let's be clear. Spoofing gold prices. Actually, I think it was smurfing. I think I is actually it was what it's called. I think it's smurfing. I thought it was spoofing. And Dan Shack is the kind of guy who also uses the term smurf to mean a lot of different things. Like, Let me I tell you. smurfed it. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica, yeah. I smurfed the gold prices again. I also smurfed at the grocery store. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. She's got one hell of a smurf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. On her. <laughs> she, she sure does, Dan Check. She sure does. Yeah. 
Yeah. Remember when we used to do the Dan Shack voice all the time? Yeah, I was I trying. Think we, I, I think was, we can bring it back. I was trying to do jail. it there, but I think I failed. No, it. you failed mightily. You used to be good at it. Yeah, it's one of those things that, like, if I get in a groove with it, I can do it. But if I lose Shaq's it, a fact. Well, Shaq's a fact or Shaq's a crap. Yeah, it's better. It's not there, but it's better. You were really good at it for a little while. There was a moment. Yep, you were very funny. But that's we all look back at those wistful days when you were funny and. Remember them fondly. Why? What? What happened today? Why, why am I being attacked? <laughs> this is not even an attack. This is just like a light little sparring session, buddy. This is nothing. Get ready. When we get into the hand itself, I'm going to come at you. Like Tom Cruise in that fighter pilot movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a missile. Like Whatever a, it's called. The, yeah. The fighter's pilot guys. Yeah. Tom Cruise, old man. What is he, 60 now? Yeah. He's not yeah. that young buck he was. <laughs> Are you really you're showing him now i don't know <laughs> yeah tom cruise how does that feel tom cruise you're aging like everybody else not really but you're, you are aging eventually you know they say father tom is undefeated i think it's a dumb thing and wrong okay explain okay so sorry for our international friends here i'll explain this as i go and this will be quick but um, so in sports, they say that a lot. Father time is undefeated. I would argue that Tom Brady, who's uh, the quarterback of the Bucks now and is considered the best football player of all time by most people, uh, certainly the best quarterback of all time by most people, and uh, is, you know, the greatest winner in football history and blah, 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 blah. So he's like 44 now. And no quarterback's ever been really good past like age 39 before. And I remember him saying when he was like 35 or 36, he was going to play until he was 45. And everyone laughed at him. And here he is. So I would argue they keep saying, well, father time is undefeated every time. Is Tom Brady going to be good this year comes up? And they're like, and then, so they keep saying like, is that basically Tom Brady's going to decline? And he hasn't yet. He finished like third in MVP voting again last year and is still one of the top favorites to again win the most valuable player. And to be fair, he has an incredible team around him. He does, but he's also really, really good, yeah. right? Um, so I would argue that Father Time has like lost like the last five contests against Tom Brady at this point. The guy's 44. So at 40, Father Time lost. 41, he lost. 42, like, sure, Father Time may get a win eventually against Tom Brady, but then he'll be like 1-8 and eight against Brady. How is that undefeated? I feel like you fundamentally don't understand the saying. <laughs> I completely understand the saying. I think everyone's using it in a way which is absurd. It's like saying, like, death is undefeated. Eventually, sure. Yeah, yeah eventually we all get old and aren't as good. Yeah, that's really not profound in that's, any way. That's exactly what the saying is, is going for. But if you're saying it when he's 39, I say, Father Time lost that year. Pretty bad. And you know what? Lost at 40 also. Lost at 41, lost at 42, lost at 43. Probably going to lose at 44. I mean, nobody's saying that every year is a contest between you and Father Time. But when they're saying Father Time is undefeated when he's 40, they, they're implying, like, guess who's going to lose? It's Father Time. Tom Brady. Eventually. So what? Eventually. Guess who's beating Father Time, the shit out of Father Time, up until that one loss? The same guy. So I'm saying Father Time is certainly not undefeated. He's getting his ass kicked. He's getting shown around the place. He's getting boat raced by Tom Brady and other old folk. <laughs> just general old folk. Which other ones? Fit. Just fit old folk, ah. you know. Like Lloyd, uh, Lloyd Braun's father um, in, in Seinfeld. <laughs> Isn't he the guy who, like, worked out uh, Jerry? Oh, I don't remember. I think so. Anyway. anyway. Yeah. So that Ooh. was an interesting rant. I didn't need to do that. <laughs> no, you did not. I don't know why I did that. It's not really poker-related, I'll acknowledge. All right, so this is the No Gamble, No Future game. Right. So they have, like, ex- it's, it's basically just a cash game with a few extra little throw-in stuff. Like, if you win in a particular way, you can bet on, like, if you're going to win a particular way, and they give out, like, they pay off stuff. And, but th- who cares about any of that? It's not about that. It's I didn't about, really know that part about it. They, yeah, they have, um, like, a board of like, you know, win with seven deuce, and it's like plus 2,800. But I think you have to bet before the hand or something. I don't know. Or maybe before the match. I didn't, I didn't get into it. It doesn't matter. It doesn't affect this thing at all. We're just playing a cash game. That's how the game mostly plays. Okay. Well, this was suggested by Let Me Win One. Was it? Why? <laughs> it was, though? Yeah. Okay. It was just a yes or no question. Why are you so petulant today? What's happening? Petulant is a, is a word that... Is doesn't need to be a little said. bit too accurate. Is that what it is? <laughs> no, that was a very petulant. No, <laughs> I was good, going for yeah, a petulant. Good man. job. Yeah. Thank you. Also suggested by Leo Chen and yep. Arum. A R U M. A R U M. Arum. It's not Avram. It's Arum. maybe it's Avram. You, wrote, like it was you Avram. wrote. You actually wrote this one down. I'm so. pretty sure it's Avram, and I got it wrong. Yeah. Okay, Avram. Let's go with Avram. I'm going with Avram. Okay, you can suggest hands on Discord or Twitter. 
That's mm-hmm. also where you can see Danny Sprung's work. We're not going to see it yet. That's his solver work. We're going to see that at the end after we've done our analysis. Yeah, that's how we roll. And this is going to be actually really interesting with the solver. I'm, maybe. Some yeah. of it. <laughs> I'm curious. All right, let's go. 200, 400, 800. Chu, who's a guy who was in the last spot, C-H-U-G-H, that we did from this game. Okay. Apparently is not going to do stuff that we agree with necessarily because he has 116K. He's in the low jack. He's got Jack Deuce offsuit. He's going to open to 4K with 116K back. I mean, there's honestly no amount you could have back except, except $800, where I would think this is even reasonable. Even $800, I'd say, why don't you just wait? You get a free hand for like six hands or something, right? Yeah. Or four hands. Like, let's not put it in with Jack Deuce. No, there's no scenario where this is good, right? I'm trying to imagine a cash game scenario where opening Jack Deuce from the low jack is good. I can't. I mean, I, if you are the best player by 20 times at the table and you're 5,000 blinds deep, should you just play every hand? I don't know. Probably not. You could probably fold hands like I this. I think you can fold Jack Deuce off. Like, so, so yeah, this is so not. hard to make a hand <laughs> with Jack Deuce off. We don't need to talk about that too much. Great. Let's talk about Hanks. Hanksy! Yeah. He has 408K in the small blind, so he's only in for 200. And he's going to call with 10-7 of hearts. What do yeah. you think about that? Okay, so I think in general this is a losing play, but I think there's a few things going on here which make it fine. Um, the biggest and most obvious thing is Hanks has 400K, and in the straddles, Eric Pearson, person, person. with over 400K, he's got Hanks the covered. Bird, the bird thrower. Yeah. So actually, if you look at it from the point of view of the straddler, the guy who's super rich and is very unlikely to be folding very often, is coming in almost certainly. And if you think you're a significantly better player than him and can outplay him in all ways, which I got to believe Hanks thinks, right? Yeah. Um, this is reasonable to me because we're putting in essentially 1% of our stack to try and get all of his stack down the road or get a big, big chunk out of it, right? I think with Chu opening alone, this is just a fold mostly yeah. um, from well, the small well, blind. Especially when Chu's stack is so short now. Like, SBR is going to be kind of short against Chu. It's not, I mean, yeah. I mean, we're not even, we're in the small blind and there's, there's a big blind and a straddle. It's just not, we're putting in way too much money with, with this otherwise. But, but with, with the person thing in mind, I think it makes it okay. I really do. So this shows that, Hanks kind of goes out of his way to play against the whales. Like the, in the last hand we did, it, he called seven eight off when Alan Keating was in the straddle. Yes, yeah. I mean I basically think Hanks is like, what a game! I have to play so many hands because these two guys are at the table and they're super deep yeah. with me, and I'm just gonna like anything reasonable, playable that I can, you know, maybe win a big pot off these guys. I'm gonna try and play. Yeah, it's gonna stretch to do it, and you know it worked last time with the eight seven. That's for sure. Sure did. This one's better than eight seven. It's suited. There's a 10. It's a 10. <laughs> he is out of position, but come on. All right. It's pretty good. Folds to Eric Person. Yeah. The bird thrower. He has <laughs> two black kings yep. in the straddle, so he's going to three bet, of course. Of course. So we can, we can not debate this preflop action. This seems pretty obvious. Yes. Makes it 16K. You could go a bit bigger because there's a raise and a call. You could go to 20. 16 is fine, though. I would, fine. I, would, I would generally go higher than that, but. It's fine. You're just kind of hoping that Chu puts the rest in and doesn't have aces. Yeah, and you're just calling it off and not thinking much about yeah. it if he does. Like, it's whatever. Two folds, of course, Jack Deuce off. Yep. I mean, I don't know if I should say, of course, he opened Jack Deuce off. Maybe <laughs> he doesn't always fold. He finds a fold. Yeah. Hanks doesn't find a fold or a raise. He calls. So further analyze Hanks's play here. I mean, I think it's based on the same overall idea, right, of we're super fucking deep. It is 12K more. That's a lot. There's 24K already in there, though. You're getting two to one to close the action. You're at a position which sucks. You have a hand which isn't great, but isn't horrible, and plays pretty well against the three-betting range anyway, right? Like, when, when person three-bets, we kind of have a sense of where he's at most of the time. Like, I doubt person has, like, a lot of very loose, light three-bets here, right? Why? He's got that vibe of loose, light three-bets. I don't know that he... I've, I guess I haven't seen him play that much, but my, my sense is that he doesn't have that. So I'm thinking he's got, I mean, like, ace-king, ace-queen, big pairs. You're looking at the stuff. guy, right? You've seen the guy. That guy looks like a loose, light three-better. I think he's a loose player. I don't know that he's a light three-better. That's just... And that's just based on the things I saw when I watched him play. I watched him play the heads-up match against Helmuth. I've watched him play some other hands here and in a few other spots as well. Okay. But that is not enough hands you to have, really know what I'm talking you about. You have more data on him than I do. I don't have a lot of data, to be fair. So, I, so maybe I'm just really weighted by, you know, the 100 hands I've seen, which isn't really reasonable either. Um, but let's say, okay, if he's wide, this hand's okay. And if he's tight, this hand's okay. It'd be good to know which it is, 
beforehand, yes. right? I assume Hanks knows which way, which way it swings at least. Yeah. So he can range this guy. If the guy's tight, you're like, cool. I mostly fold the flop. But when I have something, I might be able to really break him, right? Yeah. And if he's wide, you're like, cool. I don't mostly fold the flop. I, fold, I call wider on the flop depending on, you know, a bunch of factors. But I can, I can play. I can stick around more. On, on with, with weaker holdings. Yeah. All this said, we've done a lot of justification of Hanks' pre-flop yeah. plays so, so far. So much. Um, it's probably not recommended to do these things. At least doing. they're super deep. Even yeah. after the call, right? I'll just spoil this. Obviously, he's not going to fold. Late calls. So, so he's going to call. Um, there's going to be, what, 36, like 37,000 in there? That's still like, you know, 10 to 1. Stack the pot. It's not that bad. It would be so nice to have like eight nine suited instead of ten seven suited. It would also be really nice to be in position with this hand. It would yeah. be so much better to be in position than out of position. I think if he folded here, it would be fine. I probably wouldn't think a thing of it. But and I have to almost stretch a little bit to be like, is this really okay? I mean, we're putting a lot of money in with ten seven suited. Yeah. But it can't be that bad. Is what I'm right. going to say. If if you if Hanks is correct and he's significantly better than person, which I think is a reasonable thing to assume. And, and this is part of what I like. What I was saying earlier a little bit is just like, it feels like Hanks just makes his money getting in these cash games with these whales and just seeing as many flops as he can with them. Right. You know, just right. hoping to outplay them. Yep. So he does call 36,800 in the pot. Queen of hearts, four of diamonds, seven of diamonds. Cool. So we flop a pair as Hanks, and of course, person is the overpair. Yeah, so this is not one of those flops where you're, you're going to break him. You know, you, you hit a seven. It's not that special. Well, no, but we have outs to break him now. You yeah, know, unless he's got queen, queen, draw. we have outs to break him. And sometimes we're ahead. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Hanks checks. Makes sense. Yeah. Ever checking back his person? No. You bet 16K. Seems fine. He could bet a little more, but whatever. Any reason to raise is Hanks? Because you can't fold having flopped a seven. Queen, four, seven. We have seven, ten of hearts. I don't think so. I mean, there is a lot to, in theory, protect against. But really, we're talking about, like, aces and kings, mostly maybe a jack once in a while yeah. to protect against. Every other card is, like, probably not that scary. A 10 is obviously good for us. A 9 doesn't feel, like, scary at all. 9 and lower doesn't feel... Obviously, of course, once in a while, he could have pack of nines. But it's not something to fear. Um, I think an ace is really clearly bad. A king is really clearly bad. Those are the two really bad cards for yeah. us, right? Maybe a queen is bad, too, once in a while. Yeah. He's going to have ace-queen. Um, but I think it's like, I don't, I don't love a race here. I don't think there's enough to protect against because the ranges are, his range is likely obvious enough to us that we can probably just call and know where we're at a lot on the turn. What do you think? Yeah, I'm, I agree with most of what you said. Um, it's, wouldn't really be, the protection would be a little added bonus, but I'm wondering about, maybe not against person, but about playing this hand as like a five out bluff with backdoor flush draw in some cases, like, could you really, could you get somebody to fold, you know, you could definitely get somebody to fold in the future, at least jacks, tens, nines, hands like that. Yes. And maybe you could get them off aces and kings too, an ace queen and hands like that. I mean, depending, these guys have a lot of history. We, they said that in the, during the hand, I think Ollie says that or whomever it is. Um, So probably person, and Hanks both know like how likely a person is to fold the hand like aces or kings, even on a check race, yeah. right? Right now. Like there are some guys where that's an easy fold, and there's some guys where you never fold and you just go call, 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 unless the board runs out insanely bad for you. Yeah. You just you just stick around and hope you win and usually and you win enough of the time that it's profitable. So yeah. Hanks should know how person is playing against him with a hand like aces or kings yeah. on this board. Um, yeah. So I kind of think I feel like this hand's a little too good to turn into a bluff right now, personally. What if uh, you had a hand like three, four of hearts? Queen, that, queen yeah. four, seven. I mean, in theory, it's sort of the same deal as 10, seven, right? In terms of the value of it, right? Yeah. Um, I, guess you pick, I guess you also have a backdoor straight draw. Yeah. Which you don't have otherwise, but that doesn't have a lot of value. Five, six, come, running five, six isn't very likely. Like, no. it's, not, it's not something to be banking on by any means. Uh <sighs> I mean, I don't think person almost ever has, like, pocket sixes here. So the difference between a seven and a four shouldn't really be anything. No. Right? Um, if person can never have a hand, like, ace-five suited, then he could, like, hit a five, which yeah. is safe when we have a seven and not when we have a four. So that's the very little I can take from as a reason not to raise with this but to raise with three-four. I think if I was picking, I'd be more inclined to raise with three-four because it's just further down in the distribution. Yeah. And the two back doors is something. But I don't know if we really need to raise with that either that often. 
I agree. It doesn't seem like the right play overall, but I wanted to explore it. You know, it's nice to find more raises on this board if you want to have some more bluffs. You know, we also just don't have much value when we raise on this board. Like, what do we have? Seven, seven, and four, four. That's it. Yeah. Like, we don't have queen, queen, right? No. We don't have seven, four suited. Now, maybe we somehow do, although I don't believe Probably it. Probably not. I, it seems like a tough sell, and we certainly don't have queen seven suited. So, like, we have six combos of value when we raise. That's not good, and that's tough to then target, like, aces or kings yeah. with six combos of value. Like, if we could have top set also, it, it really helps. It would. Calling makes a lot of sense. Yeah. That's what Hanks does. Cool. Pot's going to be 68,800. Yeah. Hey, you mentioned something earlier, something about a survivor pool. Yeah, the um, nitrogen free roll survivor pool. For anyone who's a Poker Guys listener, all they have to do is sign up if they haven't already. By the way, if you've already signed up for nitro betting, great. You don't have to do almost anything. If you haven't, it's easy to sign up. It takes like 30 seconds. costs you nothing. You go to our pinned tweet. You click the link. You put in an email and a password. Bam, you've done it. You have an ID number. With that, all you have to do now is send that ID number to us. You can do it on Twitter really easily. Just DM us, or you can even reply to the. You can reply to us, whatever. You can send it to us on Discord, no problem. Just get it to us, and bam, you're in. This yep. free roll it's survivor pool, twelve hundred dollars. Yeah, and it's not like there's going to be a lot of competition. Like it's just people who have signed up using the link who want to play NFL survivor pools. Yeah, it's just our group, just the the, the poker guys listeners only. It isn't like we're part of another survivor pool as well, and it's going to be like a thousand people who are playing for this money. No, it's just us. Yeah. So. I mean, look, in some ways, I almost want to tell everyone not to sign up, so I have a better shot at the money, baby. Yeah. But on another level, Nitrogen pays us to get yeah. people to do stuff. So, you know, please sign up. <laughs> right. And please nitrogen join. Of, nit- nitro betting is, of course, incentivized to give you these good deals to get you to join Nitro betting, but this is an incredibly good deal. I, I mean... It's one of the best that's come across our desk. You don't a, have to... Time. You literally don't have to do anything more. You don't have to put any money on there at any point in your life yeah. to do this. You just put your name... Password, you've signed up, you send us the Nitro ID, and then once a week you go in and you pick your NFL team for the survivor pool. And, you know, 17 or 18 weeks later, I guess, because we're going 18 weeks. Oh, yeah, 17 game season, 18 weeks. But usually the survivor pool ends before. Yes, usually it does. But whatever. Some amount of weeks later, someone wins all the money. And that's it. And if you lost, you didn't lose. Yeah. It was a free roll, baby. And someone gets a bunch of Bitcoin. And that's it. It's a great deal. You don't it's to, fun, too. You don't have to be like an NFL survivor pool shark. You don't have to know anything about it. Right? You, can, you, can, you can look up strategy online or you could just mess around because yeah. it's free. Right. It's only good things can happen to you. Yeah. It's a pretty good deal. And if you watch football anyway, it's like a little extra sweat that's fun to have. As someone who's won a big survivor pool... I, I have videos of Jonathan when he was like four left in a really big survivor yeah. pool when certain plays like flipped thousands of dollars for him. Yeah, it was and pretty it was, great. It was really fun to watch. It's super fun. And let me tell you, not just that moment, although that's great, like in the weeks leading up as like something happens and you lose half the field or something like that. These are big moments, you know, and uh, and then you get sometimes you get the big payoff and it's super fun. Yeah. So use the link. It's in our pinned tweet. It's also in the description of this podcast. Of course, Nitro Betting has poker, casino games, and all the other sports betting that you could ever desire with your little hats. Oh, your little hats. Yeah. You can throw, you can throw the world the bird at Nitro Betting. <laughs> yeah. Tell the world to fuck off yeah. at Nitro Betting. Because I'm on Nitro Betting. I don't give a shit. Yeah. I got everything I need right here. <laughs> That's another, we come up with Nitro Betting logo or mottos pretty frequently. Yeah, I think, we do. I'm on Nitro Betting and I don't give a shit. That's a pretty good one. Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, you know, <laughs> join the apathy. Join Nitro Betting. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> 68,800 in the pot. Okay. Queen, pot. Four, queen four, seven, one heart, two diamonds. Hanks has 10, seven of hearts as the check caller on the flop. And uh, Person's got two black kings. The turn is a terrible card for the two black kings. It's the six of diamonds. Ugh. Hanks doesn't love it either because a lot of persons' semi-bluffs got there. But I think it's worse for a person than it is for Hanks. I think it definitely has to be, yeah. I think it seems likely that Hanks has a lot more diamond combos. I mean, obviously, a seven ten of hearts, that means he would play, you know, eight ten of diamonds, jack nine of diamonds. He's got a like, huge amount of diamond combos that call that flop. Probably ace anything of diamonds. Yeah, you know? I think so. King, lots of stuff of diamonds. Yeah, maybe down... To like king six of diamonds, who I mean, knows? Any, well, it can't be the six of diamonds anymore, right, right. but I hear you. But, um, but yeah, anything even somewhat connected or ace axe, like you're saying, and maybe, yeah, like king eight of diamonds could be there even, which would be the second nuts and yeah. all sorts of stuff. Yeah, and, and who knows, like other suited connectors. Anyway, uh, it also is another card that 
you know, if he's going to play 7th, he's probably playing 7-6 suited, too. So he's probably got two yep. pairs sometimes. Absolutely. Hank, Hank's checks. Yeah. He could, I guess, if he... There's no reason if you're Hank's, though, to think... Like, you can be ahead. You can. So you don't have to just lead right. to, like, bluff or anything like that. I mean, you could lead to deny equity, I guess. But it's very reasonable. Very, very reasonable to... Um, to think you're ahead, and it's often going to go check, check, and then you don't know if you're ahead or not, but you're ahead some of the time, right? Yeah. So as a person, my immediate instinct is to check back. It's a negative event card. It's a bad card. Do you it's agree? Really, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, what are good cards? So non-diamonds, any non-diamond is a better card than, I think, a diamond, pretty yeah. much, except maybe a queen. Just any queen a is queen, probably worse. A queen is bad, and a diamond is bad. A king is obviously good. A king is amazing. We don't love an ace because ace-x of diamonds gets there. A four, three, a deuce are all pretty good. Yep. Um, fives and sixes are not amazing because yeah. that makes a bunch of two-pair hands. Um, eights and nines are pretty good. I guess seven-eight suited, seven-nine suited gets yeah. there, but that's it. Um, tens and jacks are only queen-ten and queen-jack. Yeah. I guess in this, it's seven-ten it seven, as it turns out. I don't know if we can know that that's there or not. Um, so, the, yeah, there's like... Maybe half the deck-ish that we feel pretty good about as person. This is not one of those cards, though. We could decide, though, that, like, we're just going to not let Hanks, you know, get wherever he's going for free either and decide to bet here with the intention of never putting another dollar in, though. Like, we could bet here. If he calls, we just check back the river and see if we win kind of We have thing. to reasonably expect to be able to get called by a queen without a diamond to bet here, I think. Right. The other move, though, is to check here and then call almost any river. Yeah. Except that's, maybe there's a few nut low rivers, like the Queen of Diamonds. That's awful. Yeah, Ace of Diamonds. Yeah, stuff like that. But, but except for the really obvious stuff, I think we can just call and control the pot. And that's, that's you know, I think what most people would do most of the time. That's here. what I would default to. Yeah, me too. Because you also want to give the guy a chance to bluff. And if you bet here, it's really hard for him to bluff. Yeah. Because he has to have the Ace of Diamonds X of whatever and turn it into a bluff, which called on the flop. That's a tough... Tough sell, man. I'll tell you what, Hanks is going to find a way. Yeah. The person does bet he bets 25K. Okay. I mean, he's ahead. It's, it's working out great so far. I mean, I think he's choosing the size to actually target just a queen. Yeah. He's like trying to get value from just a lone queen here, too, right? Yeah. If he bets more, a queen might actually find a fold or put it's a tough spot. A queen kind of has to call for 25 I mean, I know I was talking about how I would default to checking here, but it, it is kind of cool to try to give value. I like it. And a queen is the most likely holding, to be clear, for Hanks, right? I mean, we do block king-queen. That's true. That makes it a little less That likely. is a little less good. <laughs> That's a good point. But there's a lot of bad cards on the river, too, where we won't be able to get any value, Yeah. right, if we check here. And so, like, trying to get some value now is not unreasonable. And probably check back any river besides a king. Um, I don't know, like a deuce of hearts if he checks again. Yeah. We, could, we could go for value against the queen one more time. Yeah, super thin value. And like, hope it doesn't turn over 7-6, basically. All right, so Hanks doesn't have any bluffs except for 7-10. So he's going to raise to 100K. <laughs> Wait, Hanks doesn't have any bluffs except for the 7-10? Because <laughs> well, we're talking about saying? it's hard for Hanks to have a bluff. Right. Yeah. So he's going to have a bluff. Oh, that's what you mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He definitely, he, yeah, he just raises. Yeah, so he 4Xs this bet here. So he understands when person bets 25K that person's trying to get value from a queen. Do you think this is a sizing tell that Hanks is capitalizing on? I think Hanks thinks it is. I don't know if it actually is a sizing tell or not, but probably, yes. It seems likely that it is. I think, like, if person had a set or a flush, I'm guessing he would have bet bigger. I think he doesn't have to bet big with the nut flush. He could bet small with the nut yeah. flush. But he might bet bigger just to try and get a bigger river bet in, right? That's the thing. Yeah. And here he's almost like blocking to get to the river cheap and check back a lot of rivers unless he loves it kind of thing and charge a queen too all at the same time. So, yeah, I think Hanks is reading the room right, basically. So do you right. think he's targeting a hand like Kings or do you think he's targeting weaker hands? I think he's targeting one of two things. Um, not weaker, like Jax. I don't think he's targeting Jax. I don't think he thinks Jax is betting here. Jax is just checking. Yeah, you'd think. So but I would have like, really expected two black Kings to check too. Yeah, me too. But Jax, it's really hard to bet now because yeah. like, it feels like person is trying to get kings to get, to get a queen to call, yeah. right? So like Jax, why would Jax bet you know, um, when the diamond comes to? It just seems like, ugh, really, like you're throwing money away there. So I think what's going on is he just thinks, yeah, like it's either like ace-queen plus or ace-king with like the ace of diamonds, essentially, right? Yeah. Um, now, ace-king with the ace of diamonds... Pro I don't know if it's folding. We'll have to figure out if it's folding. I guess it probably is not folding the, the nut flush draw there, right? In position. It's when, one card to come. It really kind of sucks. There's still 280K back, and there would be 100 and... 
let's see, almost 200K in there. So it's like, it's like 75 to an almost 400 and change. You're going to have to call with, with the nut flush draw. To win 400? Well, with the implied odds. Oh, with the implied yeah, odds. Yeah, the implied odds of Hanks is 280, 280K back. And you think Hanks almost, is really going to shove the river on another diamond? I don't know what he's going to do. Yeah. Um, but by the way, we can shove if he checks, too, if he gives up. Or, like, we can just shove with the, just think, with the nut flush blocker. I think the four to the flush thing, though, if the fourth card comes in, I don't think our implied odds are the whole stack. That's fair. It seems pretty unlikely most of the time. But if, if Hanks decides to bluff it... It could yeah, happen. It could yeah. happen. Um, unlikely. Well, look, if, he's, if person's going to fold ace, king with the ace of diamonds, all the more reason to raise here, right? Yeah. I mean... Like, what's he calling with then? Is he calling with ace, queen, and kings and aces? That doesn't seem comfortable. If you don't have a diamond in your hand with him, that seems pretty rough. Yeah. Yeah, thinking about person's bet a little bit more, just to take it back. It would be so much better to have two black aces and two black kings. We just, it's so, it sucks so badly to block Hanks' most likely unsuited king, queen. Like, uh, he might not have queen jack unsuited. I know he has 10 7 suited. Suitedness matters a lot in deep stack play. Like, blocking king, queen really sucks for betting two black kings here. It does. It does. Now, maybe you know he's going to be three betting king, queen a fair amount when the, what is it, the low jack opens yeah. from the small blind. He might be three betting that and calling with a lot more like queen jack, queen 10 suited maybe. type hands. Maybe you know that because you play with them a lot, but maybe. I'm just making that up. Yeah. So it does suck to block king, queen. There's, really no, there's no getting around it. All right. So anyway, Hanks makes this raise. Okay. What is Hanks repping? Is it only a flush? I feel like it's only a flush, man. Would he really raise? Okay. The bet is so small, but would he raise a set for value? Maybe maybe because if he's afraid against if he's up against like ace king with the ace of diamonds or ace queen with the ace of diamonds, he could raise a set for value here. But you have to be sure a person doesn't have it. Like the 25k has to be reliable. It's at minimum a set. At minimum. And I don't know if he can really raise a set here or not. Also, he didn't raise the flop, so it's like mostly a set of sixes then? The check called the flop? Yeah, mostly. Or maybe it's a slow played set of sevens. Yeah, I mean, obviously, could be fours also. Those those all play the same, right? Um, or those two play the same. Um, but it feels like he's going to raise the flop some of the time with sevens and fours for sure. And and sixes, he may not be calling the flop every time with. Like, it's not a great spot to call with with sixes, is it? You're no. ahead sometimes, but like, is the plan to go call call? You have to know person shuts it down a lot. Yep. to call on the flop out of position with sixes. Yeah, I think it's mostly just a flush that Hanks is repping, but as we said, he has probably quite a few combos of flushes. Yeah. Yeah, I think he does too. So, so we don't have a diamond in our hand. As person? That seems bad, right? We feels want to like block a, that? Feels like a fold, yeah. Yeah, I just want to fold here. With, with a diamond in our hand, I think we can call. Yeah, because we either block it and, and or we have outs most mostly. of the time. Most mostly. Of the time. Yeah. Sometimes not. Of course. Of course, person's going to make the call. Obviously, person's making and the call. And he's 100% right. But do we think it's a good call? Well, we just said we think it's a fault. Yeah. So we do not think it's a good call. Unless there's massive history. There is. Yeah. If, if Hanks is the guy who's just making, taking shots at you left and right, we, maybe we do have to hold on with a hand like this. But that means when we bet the 25K, we're already thinking, I have to hold on with this hand if he raises. I will say this. Person calls very quickly. Yeah. Like, holy shit. Like I was saying, it, it's, uh, when watching it, it looks like they're playing limit hold'em. Which, yeah. like in limit hold'em, someone raises and the other guy just throws the chips in. They don't have to like, do a whole long think. Right. They just throw the chips in because they're always calling with a hand like this and they know it and they don't have to pretend otherwise. You know? yeah. um, that's what it looks like, even though it's $75,000 instead of you know, a big bet in limit hold'em, which is almost never that big. It's, Usually it's, it's tough to find a limit hold'em game where the big bet is that big. It is very, you very play dumb. against Andy Beal. Exactly. Andy Beal is the one guy. And you have to have, you find the other guy who's going to play against him. You need the corporation up against him. So anyway, it feels like person just knows not to believe Hanks here because he calls so fast. But is, or is he calling fast to try and dissuade a bluff on the river? It could be that. Could it be could both. be that person be is just a guy who doesn't fold very much, which makes this kind of a bad play by Hanks. Yeah. But Hanks should know if person's the kind of guy yeah. who folds very much. Yeah. He's the pro. He should know this stuff. Yeah. It's his job. Yep. Well, person calls pots $268,800. Okay. That's significant. The river is the six of spades. Huh. It's an interesting card. That makes uh, a few things weird, right? Pocket sixes drops some combos. Yeah. Drops two of its three combos. They no longer exist. And, you know, it makes, it, it makes the story a little dodgier if we're going to continue as Hanks. Yes, it does. It now reads queen of hearts, four of diamonds, seven of diamonds, six of 
diamonds, six of spades. It's just hard to believe we would have done that with seven, six, right? Like it's like yeah. seven, seven or four, four. Now that's all we're, and I guess one combo of six, six is all we can rep. Were we to rep anything or maybe we can still rep the nut flush draw. No flush. The nut flush, not the nut flush draw. Thank you. Um, you always do the opposite the- of that. It's weird how you do that. You always say the nut flush when it's still a draw. And then you said draw <laughs> when it would be the nut flush. Yeah, it's cool, man. It's so cool. Yeah. Um, Machiavellian. If we had the ace exit diamonds, actually, and it's essentially a pot size bet, maybe we do move in. Maybe. Because we're like, if he's got his beat, he's moving us in and we're calling anyway. So let's try and get value from everything else. Like 100% of full houses are moving in if we check, right? So let's not let a, a, some minor flush or some other thing that may, is going to... Con- like, it's just a free roll to move in, basically. So, okay, we can move in with the nut flush here. Okay. So do you think Hank should move in as a bluff with the 10-7? It would be a lot better to, if we were going to turn a pair into a bluff, I actually like turning a queen into a bluff better. Because we block ace queen? We block queen queen? Yeah. Because queen queen is the, is the scariest hand that yeah. you can insta call with. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Like, he does, I doubt Eric Person is three betting sevens that often right. from, the, from the straddle. Maybe I'm wrong. He might be. But it's, it, blocking, we know he Blocking is. the seven probably has some value, but not yeah. as much as blocking the queen would. Right. For sure. Queens have got to have significantly more value. Yeah. Even a, a queen. I agree. So if we had, like, queen-jack suited, of course, we may not have felt the need to check-raise the turn, although it looks like he's targeting a queen. Maybe yeah. we do. Maybe we just turn top pair into a bluff on the yeah. turn. That'd be pretty cool if we did that. We'll turn middle pair into a bluff. So, so should we go for this? Um, we don't have the blocker we really want to have. The ace of diamonds or the queen? Yep. Those would be two really good blockers. Yeah. Um, it, I will say this. If we got called with ace of diamonds X... It's pretty deflating to run out a six here, right? Well, even if it's ace, 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 or ace, queen with the ace of diamonds, yeah. it still is pretty deflating. Yeah. You're like, I still have so much hope, but I do not have... Now, uh, this sucks. Right? You probably... If, if you're a person you have aces with the ace of diamonds, you probably have to call if Hank shoves. I agree, but I will say a classic Grant Denison thing to say is, we think, well, isn't that the card he's supposed to have to be bluffing with, the ace of diamonds? That's so true. Like, now I'm holding it. I'm, I'm blocking his bluff, his most likely bluff card. That's right. why it sucks. That's true, and if... Well, I guess the question then would become, how low does Hank's value go? Is he moving in with a 9, 10 of diamonds, for example? Mm. That is a good question. I don't know. You might not. You might check there to, with the plan to call it off, but to give like the ace X of diamonds, the ace of diamonds X, sorry, like ace king with the ace of diamonds. You're really bad at talking about flushes. I know. Ace, ace of diamonds jack, ace of diamonds king. Um, Ace highs with the ace of diamonds, give them a chance to like bluff. You might yeah. want to do that. And so you check instead because you're like, how do I get called by a worse handy three bet? What's supposed to call me here? Like, and they, unless we think aces and kings can call us. And then I don't know. Then we have to do some combo counting to decide like what's worth going for and what isn't, right? Okay, so Hanks moves in. Yeah, it he can't goes, be that bad. He goes for it. I it, understand getting here and being like, I guess I just got to go for yeah. it. It does suck that the board pairs. It really changes our story a little bit. It does. It's, it's a tougher story to sell. Because we were saying, like, full houses are part of our range here. But are they? Would we have check-raised them on the turn? When he bets 25K, maybe, but it's not an easy sell. No. It's questionable at best. I do believe Hanks could move in with a nut flush here. I think he should. What do you think about second nut flush? Because we were talking about 910 diamonds, unclear. What about second nut flush? I mean, second nut flush essentially plays the same as we were saying from a game theory point of view as the nut flush, right? Where it's like, well, I'm calling anyway. I'm definitely not folding if he shoves. And um, he might be checking back all worse hands now. So, so I guess we can move in with the king high also. That feels like the end of it, though. You don't think me. we're moving in with queen jack of diamonds? I don't know. Maybe we can. <laughs> I mean, how far down do we want to go? Uh, I don't know. Like, the king high flush also blocks him having the king of diamonds in his hand, which yeah. is, like, means he has something else in his hand, you yeah. know, which means maybe he has more calls. I don't know. Um, as opposed to, like, queen jack, where he can have the ace of diamonds or the king of diamonds easier. I mean, obviously, the king x yeah. doesn't block the ace of diamonds, but uh, we, we unblock both of those cards, so then maybe he's a little more inclined to bluff if we check. Yeah, but he also could have aces or kings with the diamond that are calls. I know. I, Those know. Are calls. I know. What do you think? Do you want to move in if you got the queen X of diamonds? You got queen jack of diamonds here. Do you want to move in? Yeah, I think so. Just like fuck it. It's only a pot size bet. We don't have to act like this is the. There's twelve left in the world series. If we're gonna call so it off anyway, I want to try to get called by aces and kings with yeah. a diamond because I think those hands are gonna check back. I think we know that Eric Person is never folding a better hand than queen jack of diamonds. Now that I think about it, right? And probably yeah. nine ten of diamonds either. So we have to move in with all our flushes and just not worry about it. Yeah, maybe so. Okay. 
because he's just going to call with worse hands and he's moving in with better and who cares? Like, and, that, we're, and we're never folding. That makes the story a little better if that's the case. It does. That really helps the story a lot if it's true. Queen Jack and Queen whatever of diamonds also has the added benefit of blocking Queen's full, which is nice to move in with. Yep. Anyway, person that has two, two black kings. Is there any reason to call with this <laughs> hand? I can't imagine a reason to call here. I mean, there's two less combos of pocket sixes, and that's all I got. Person calls. I know. He, call, he calls in a weird way. He sort of stands up, throws a chip in, and sort of turns his back, almost as if he's, like, getting ready to leave. Like, yeah. He thinks he's beat. Or it's just very theatrical. I don't know. It doesn't seem like it's theatrical, based on the other things I've seen him do that are theatrical, anyway. It looks to me like he thinks he's beat, but he's just decided this hand's too good, and he's, he's calling with it. And he happens to be right this time, you know. How often does Hanks have to be bluffing for this to be a profitable call? Maybe it is, honestly. Against Hanks, who knows? It's right. possible. Right. It could be. If Hanks is turning every seven in his range into a bluff and a lot of queens, this is a profitable call, probably. I mean, how often does Hanks have to be bluffing is your question. We're getting two to one. Yeah. So the answer is, you know, one out of, two out of every three times, right? It's like, hard. We it's, can call as long as... Sorry, one every three times, because we're getting two to one. I apologize. So as long as he's bluffing 33% of the time, we can call. We're getting two to one. We can lose, lose, win, and break even. Yeah. So that's pretty good. As long as he's, got, as long as he's really capable of having bluffs here, we probably are. But then, of course, we have to use distribution to choose which things we're calling with. That's true. That's true. Like, what did we call the check raise with on the turn? This feels like one of the worst hands to do it with. Yes, it does. <laughs> So that's a problem. Yeah. yeah. So this may end up near the bottom of it. Like we probably have some, if we called so quickly with two black kings, we have a bunch of queens we called with too, I guess. Except yeah. maybe we don't because we three bet pre. Maybe we only have ace queen. And then, I mean, is king king better than ace queen? It's the same, isn't it? Does it doesn't it play the it's same? It's the same. If, and if you have the ace of diamonds, obviously that's better. Oh, of course, that's much better. Yeah. That's kind of an auto call actually. I think it is, even though we blocked the most obvious bluffing card. Yeah. But still, it's probably, we just have to call it that. So, I mean, even though I, like, if Hanks has a lot of bluffs and it looks like Hanks probably does, I think we still have to use distribution over time to be profitable. I think this is probably too low in the distribution to call. Let's figure out what else we've called with. So we have ace-queen with the ace. We, okay, we have all the big pairs in ace-queen with, with the diamond in Yeah. Them. That's all better than two black kings. Yeah. Okay. Worse than two black kings, I guess we can have ace-queen without a diamond because we call two black kings. It's sure. one pip down. Yeah. Um, and we could have three-bet that pre- I mean, do we ever have, like, jacks and tens that we call the $75,000 more on the turn with? With we, a diamond in our hand? Seems unlikely. We'd rather, we'd rather call with jacks with the jack of diamonds anyway. Yeah. So it's got to be two black jacks. Yeah. Would we really call a big check raise with two black jacks? I don't know Eric person might, but... That feels like, wow. I mean, two kings we thought was questionable. Yes, so for sure. two black jacks seems real bad. Even though I guess they play the same, ultimately, against the range that's check raising us, right? Yeah. Well, unless, unless Hanks is turning a queen into a bluff here. Or if Hanks is turning king X of diamonds into a bluff, having two kings is way better than having two jacks, right? Yeah. We, have, we block some, some stuff. Uh, well, I mean, we block the king. We really not block it, but he can't, he can't hit the overcard, is what I mean. Yeah. Um, huh. So there's a few hands, maybe. But that's the best we can get to. He has plausibly a few hands worse than this in his range. I think, is all this, we is, can do. I think this is a fold. Okay. He can also have, perhaps, though, the ace, ace king with the ace of diamonds and maybe ace jack with the ace of diamonds, right? So those are obvious folds. Yeah. They can't call. But there aren't even that many combos of that, really, because you start with just the ace of diamonds, right? Yeah. So there's four combos of ace-king with the ace of diamonds and four combos of ace-jack with the ace of diamonds. There's six combos of kings. So that almost makes up for it right there anyway, let alone all the better hands. Yeah. Okay, so it's just not enough. It's a fold. It's a fold. Well, he calls. He calls, and he wins an 800K pot, so cool. I mean, holy macaroni, that's a big pot. Grant. I'm willing to guess that the solver is not going to like the call. I am super curious, though, to see I, if the solver likes it. But and I, Danny might have some, some trouble constructing Hanks's range, is my guess. <laughs> that is a great point. What's the solver going to think about the, the check raise on the turn? I'm fascinated. Yeah. Um, my guess is it's like, no, we just, we're just supposed to fold mostly. Probably. Or call. We can call, because like the Ace of Diamonds probably keeps barreling there sometimes, yeah. right? Um, but Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, let's That's see what the solver has to say. Okay. Well, I'm going to guess Pio is, you know, not going to be huge fans of these players. Let's find out. Danny Sprung, 
did some Pio work for us. Pio might be a fan of the players, just not the plays. Perhaps. You know? Or maybe you it'll can, love the plays. We've been surprised before. You can hate the game and love the player. I, I People don't usually talk about that, but it's true. <laughs> it's true. You can do that. There's, you don't can do hate a, the player, man. You can do any combination of loving and hating in the in the well, whole diagram of, of, of the game and the player. You huh. can do lots of loving and hating in all directions. And people only talk about it one way, you know? Yeah, it's true. It's really uh, biased. And that is why... Hanks is supposed to check on the flop. It's he did it right. He's he's supposed to check. Good I job. I love the play and the player. Hell yeah, <laughs> person is supposed to bet. So yeah. far, so good. It's easy, right? Yep. Um, Hanks is supposed to call ninety one percent of the time. He can raise nine percent of the time. Just you know, protect his equity. I guess is that deal. Let's get to the more interesting stuff. On the turn, well, this part's not interesting. Hanks is supposed to check his entire range. Yep. Sure, it's a weird card. Person is supposed to bet 69% of the time, even with two black kings, even though that's a pretty bad card. Still, interesting. he's got a pretty good hand. Yeah, we can charge top pairs and stuff like that, queens. This is where Pio starts fuming, getting angry. Hates the player. Hates the player. Loves the game. Loves the game, hates the player. <laughs> Hanks is supposed to fold 100% of the time. Yeah, I mean, it's not surprising, right? No. Like, that's a terrible card for us, yep. in theory. And there's no reason person couldn't have a flush or a big diamond. Right. Yeah. Right, and we, I mean, I guess we, we are suited one way. We could be suited in diamonds, too. We, sure, we could be. But we aren't. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, why not actually, you know, have more? It's, it's weird. Yeah, it's weird. So, yeah, he's always supposed to fold. Raising is an 11K error, Yeah, according to Danny Sprung's Pio work here. Um, Sprung says, to Hank's credit, it is supposed to work against Black Kings. Yeah. Uh, the, the call is a 7,000. Error. I wonder if Hanks is aware that person is just betting way, what he thinks way too much with way too many hands here, and so he feels he can attack this, attack this more of the time, and it's almost always value when he bets again. Yeah, maybe. Maybe all that stuff. I mean, he sure. He didn't account for person never folding anything ever. <laughs> he should have. Yeah. Get to the river. Okay. Uh, speaking of that, Hanks is supposed to check. He's supposed to just give up, not go for Once it. Once called. I yep. mean... We have a pair, so if we're up against the naked ace of diamonds, we're ahead anyway, right? And yeah. if we if we're up against an over pair or something that can call for value there, like eh, it's gonna be hard to win. Well, it's a fifteen K mistake. To Kings bet. is supposed to fold. Of uh, course it is. Yeah, seventeen seventeen K error there, but person makes the call. So basically these guys just chop up the turn in river in awful ways. Yeah. Pio hates it. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. We were not it. huge fans of it either, I do not believe. No, but, I don't believe. But, wow, it's nice to see Pio come out so strongly. It's like $15,000 error, $17,000 error. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Pio gets all your money. You have, they have to actually send Pio that money because yeah. it's the law. It's the well, good. Law. that person at least you know can take it out of the winnings. Yeah, that's right. He did win a, a very large pot there. Very large. Good for him. Music is my sunlight, and all I need is one mic. And I can show every single MC how it's done right. Every time I come by, I'm bound to leave them so tired. I'm sipping on liquor, a quitter is what I'm not. We got one life, and I took a minor break, but I'm back to claim the throne. And gonna be traveling the globe, we still have time to make it.